welcome back to Maven's Bookshelf. I am so sorry for not being able to post in the last couple of months. I am not exactly sure when the last time I posted was, but hopefully I can post more regularly thanks to me cleaning up my personal life a bit. As some of you may have noticed from my Facebook post, I will be adding a new segment which is going to be called The Inner Circle where I will review each of my witchy books chapter by chapter. My hope with this segment is that people who are interested in the magical community, who have either really strict religious parents or are financially not able to purchase these books, some of them can range from $25 to $50. Hopefully this will give some people the ability to learn more about the magical community and today I will be kicking off this new segment with the first ever magical book that I have ever bought. Unfortunately I will not be going through this book chapter by chapter but you will see why Thank you for tuning back in. Today we are going to be reviewing The Witching Hour by Silver Ravenwolf. So Silver Ravenwolf is a very controversial author in the magical community. And I say controversial because there may be some people that take her words as truth. And I don't want to be someone that enforces my opinions on other people as they're trying to learn. I want to reiterate that this is an opinionated podcast and that nothing that I have to say about these authors is fact. The only thing that is fact are the title and the author and the publishing date. All the rest is completely opinionated. Like I said, this is the first book that I ever purchased as a magical book. I was in a cute little magical store in rural USA as someone who had been raised thoroughly, very scarily Christian, and it was a very confusing experience. I was excited, but I also didn't know where to start. This book just felt like something I needed to get, but I was never comfortable with it. I am going to take a quick aside here. When I am reviewing magical books, I am going to be putting a lot of my personal magic descriptions in here. Like, some people don't feel like books talk to them. I do, so just bear with me. I'm not crazy. It's just part of my magical process. So back when I was starting, I felt drawn to this book, but I should have not bought it. This book, The Witching Hour by Silver Ravenwolf, was published October 8th, 2017. It is in the genre of witchcraft or spirituality, depending on which bookstore you're in. The page count is 312 pages. 
I did go and find some summaries on Goodreads. The first one reads, Cultivate the energetic power of magic with renowned witch Silver Ravenwolf. The Witching Hour shows you how to use the right tools, materials, and techniques for powers and spells that work. Explore the secrets of fluid condensers, beeswax, and the planets. Create your own conjuring bags and sachets. Discover how to work with powders, herbs, and magical timing with more than a hundred recipes and formulas for a variety of purposes. This has an average rating of 3.8 stars on Goodreads. A lot of people have given this book much praise because of its easy access to the magical community. But before I get too far into the specs of this book, I picked this to be my first spiritual book because of two reasons. One, it was the first book that I purchased. Second, Silver Ravenwolf is centered in lots of controversy. People either love her or hate her. And because I have trudged through this book, I still have no clear opinion. The people that hate her have lots of reasons and are very vocal about it. I do know of a couple people that praise Silver Ravenwolf, but I was unable to find online forums that link how much she does do right. I seem to find an overabundance of websites and forums that discuss how horrible she is. So I am going to read a couple of them just because I feel that it is prudent for people entering the magical community to understand both sides of any debate. I'm going to be reading articles that I have found against Silver Ravenwolf because I thought this would be an interesting twist and I was unable to find many positive things about her. I believe that when you read a self-help book of any kind, including spiritual books or books that teach you something, you should know where that person stands with their values and what sort of things they do. For me, joining the Wiccan community, I was very blind at first. Very, very blind. I was very fortunate to have joined during a time in my life where all my eyes were being opened. And Silver Ravenwolf's book showed me that even adults can forget what it means to leave people be. I think that Silver Ravenwolf's biggest drawback is that she appropriates too many cultures. And from what I have searched, I can't find any evidence that she is, if she is of those heritages, which is one point that I count against her. I have done a lot of work with domestic violence and changing communities so that domestic violence doesn't happen. And because I live in a state where there are many Native American reservations, I have, we did a seminar on breaking down privilege and colonization, and it starts with not appropriating their culture. Yes, I do mean smudging. I will call you out on this. Smudging is an indigenous people's practice. If you are not an indigenous person, do not smudge. You can sage cleanse. That is fine. 
you can cleanse with herbs. But if you call it smudging and you try to practice smudging without being taught by a Native American or indigenous person, you are appropriating their culture and participating in colonialism. Step away from lecturing people on this so that we can get in to the articles. Alright, so the first one is from rationalwiki.org. Silver Ravenwolf is a neo-pagan writer who draws highly divided reactions. A prolific author of many books for teenagers considering neo-paganism. Examples, To Ride a Silver Broomstick, The Teen Witch. She is the starting point for many neo-pagans. Many neo-pagans who have come to their religion on their own thus feel a strong attachment to her, to the point where she's often referred to as Mama Ravenwood. However, many older neo-pagans consider her work to be historically revisionist or overly simplistic, and it often involves either erasing the differences between neo-paganism and other religions, and even more often between different branches of neo-paganism, or else mindlessly castigating Christianity. The idea that she is driven by money rather than any sincere religious ideas has earned her the diverse nickname Silver Raving Wolf, and the silver is spelled with a dollar sign. The particular complaints that are centered around Silver Ravenwolf. While many mature neo-pagans find her earliest books fluffy, it's her later work that really twists them in knots. Teen Witch in particular has been noted for making sweeping claims about all magical people and their beliefs, leaving out that many neo-pagans cringe at being called a magical person. There is no single orthodoxy for all neo-pagans. In particular, she claims that any practice she doesn't like black magic, blood magic, is not practiced by real neo-pagans. She also makes up her own interpretations of long-established symbols, including the most ubiquitous neo-pagan symbol, the pentacle, and refers to people who worship a monotheistic god as brothels. She draws a lot of controversy, and this article goes on forever. Next, I am going to hop over to Reddit, where there is a forum open named in okay so it's in r wicca if you know reddit that means subreddit wicca silver raven yay or nay i have a solitary witch book by silver raven but i've heard a few negative things about her books i was wondering if your guys opinion on it so obviously there's spelling mistakes I think most of her information is nice, but what do you guys think? Silver and Raven Wolf is to Wicca what Peggy Hill is to the Spanish language. I have no idea what that means. Um, if you Google her, I'm pretty sure plenty of people can break down all of the arguments for and against. I feel like some of the biggest criticisms are her lessons that could maybe learn a little something from. I seem to agree with a lot of people on the Reddit forum that she is very poppy and fluffy. I am a new neo-pagan. I also know what some of the old cultures are, though. She 
doesn't have a lot of respect for where certain traditions and the old practices come from. I think she's trying to cultivate her own form of neo-paganism. And lastly, we're going to hop over to a place called Wicca for the Rest of Us. The article reads, Continuing Anger Over Silver Raven Wolf. Few writers in the neo-pagan community are as controversial, controversial as Silver Raven Wolf. She remains a popular writer, particularly, I suspect, among teens, but she also brings out a great amount of frustration and anger in many other pagans who find her works shallow, dishonest, bigoted, and outright wrong. Can't we simply agree to disagree? Yes. To a degree. However, that doesn't stop us from having an opinion and voicing it, just as our objections in no way stop her from publishing books and making public appearances. With Ravenwolf, it's not merely a difference of opinion or personal belief. It's about facts, which can be disproved, and moral issues which can quickly color a community when a vocal member puts them forth. All quotes, unless otherwise noted, come from Silver Ravenwolf, a ride on a silver, silver broomstick, new generation witchcraft, which remains one of her most popular books. Depictions of Christianity and other religions. There's very little reason to mention Christianity in a book about Wicca unless you're using it as comparison. The fact is, readers are much more familiar with Christianity than Wicca, so such mentions can be helpful. However, there is no reason whatsoever to use a book with about one religion to slam another one. It is outright unprofessional, not to mention immature. Her bigotry is particularly ironic since the craft code of honor she used to display on her website included respect the religion of others. So she's both a bigot and a hypocrite. Her quote reads, if you intend to grovel before a god form, please stop here and throw this book away. The common act of sniveling at their feet is unacceptable. If you truly want that type of relationship with higher-ups, there are plenty of well-cultured religions that will gladly open their arms to you. Found on page 43 of Writing a Silver Broomstick. While she doesn't actually name Christianity as the offender here, I don't think I'm out of line in referring that that is what she meant. Although it's possible she's slamming multiple religions, and her use of the phrase common act indicates that she thinks this sort of behavior is widespread. In, sort, in short, most religions are unhealthy, but what Ravenwolf offers is a far better alternative. And with that, I'm going to stop with the articles. I'd love to continue on. Hopefully I've given you enough that you can go and find these articles on your own and continue to read them if that's something that you want. And now that you have a base knowledge, I hope, of this information, I want to move on to the good things I found in the book. Notice how I say that with a hitch in my voice. So this book, like I said, was one of the first. I bought it in 2018. No, 2017, in December. 
and still have not finished it. It is now March 2019, and it sits in the back of my car. I couldn't even finish it for this podcast. It is that hard to go through. It might just be my internal intuition telling me that this is not a book that will help me on my path. I hope I can pass it on to somebody who can get some use out of it and that I didn't just spend $28 on some worthless piece of dead tree, but I probably did. There were a couple spells in there that I really wanted to look at, things like water cleansing and spirit calling and how to get a job. Things like that were really interesting and I did have to work, but my car was totaled, so of the boxes that is full of all the stuff in my car. So since I can't find it and give you that wonderful information, I'll move on to the rating. I gave this book a one and a half star rating. Maybe there was some good stuff in there, but it was too horrible for me to finish. The mentor that I used to have told me to just burn it, to use it as kindling. I strongly disagree with burning books, but I think that there is something to the fact that I couldn't even finish it because of how hard it was, either spiritually or just the fact that it wasn't well written. And I hate to be a critic like this, but I consider myself an author. I'm working on a trilogy, and there are just some books and some authors that need to learn how to write. Silver Ravenwolf is one of them. She needs to figure out how to write in a way that flows so that people like to read. Her sentence structure is very like five words to a sentence each time or five syllables. I can't remember which one it is, but it's very monotonous and very unfun to read. It's almost like reading a textbook. And I don't know if that's what she meant it to be, but that's what it comes across as. And I don't want to read a textbook. I really don't. If I did, I would read a textbook. I've got plenty of those. And a lot of the stuff that she said at the very beginning just completely turned me off. Especially when she started appropriating indigenous people's cultures. Especially with, like, go... She told her readers to go out and find endangered species feathers. And that can be dangerous. If you are not an indigenous person, you are not allowed to have any sort of predatory bird feathers. No owls, no hawks, and no eagles. That is against the law. And I only know that because I got yelled at until my mom was fortunate enough to be able to provide proof that we are indigenous. And even though I have indigenous origin, not origins, but heritage in me, I don't smudge and I don't do anything of that culture because I wasn't raised in it and I don't know how to do it properly. If I was able to meet somebody that could teach me, that would be great. But Until then, I'm just going to leave myself out of it. I would not recommend this book. It was too hard to read. I don't think she's a good author. I'm just going to be honest. I hated it. I'm kind of glad it's lost. 
still don't condone burning books, but we just almost froze to death in our apartment, and I seriously considered braving the elements to go find it in our storage unit. You could get this book. Traditionally, I would push you to check your libraries, but I live in a rural, conservative, Republican state where such things don't exist. You could borrow this book from a friend or purchase it yourself. You could purchase it straight from the publisher's website at Llewellyn.com for $22.99 plus shipping and most likely tax, which is why I spent about $28 on this book. On Amazon, you can purchase this book for your Kindle for $13.79, audiobook for $14.95, and paperback for $15 even. I don't think any of these purchases include tax or possible shipping. Barnes & Noble sells this text in paperback for $20.69 or the ebook Nook version for $13.49. You can also try places like Thriftbooks or Book Dispensary. Thank you for tuning in to Maven's Bookshelf. Follow me on Facebook, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, and send me an email at mavenpage at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. I'm bored and lonely.